You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 72 of Take a Bow. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and we have a very different episode coming at you this week. We've been able to do uh, a, a few of these recently, um, so I'm excited because we've gotten great feedback on it. So uh, we're going to have another um, little series of interviews today. Um, it's going to be surrounding the Broadway flea market. These are all uh, interviews that I was able to have live and in person at the Broadway flea market in the middle of Schubert Alley. It's very exciting stuff for me, of course. Um, that being said, we have some incredible guests on today's episode. We have Jack Feldstein, who was the writer of Falling in Love with Mr. Delamort, which is BPN's newest audio drama play um, that they have been helping out in producing. Um, it's a very great uh, three-act, three-part uh, mini-series of an audio play that is what is going to be a stage play. You know what? It's all explained. I'll leave it for him to explain it. Um, and you should totally check it out on Broadway Podcast Network. It's incredible. It's with D- James Mineral Iglehart, Lena Hall, um, Jackie Hoffman, Kelly Leung, Courtney Reed, and it's narrated by Gavin Lee. So um, it's it's amazing. The talent is unreal. Um, and it was really cool to talk to him about um, kind of re-figuring everything out and uh, kind of navigating the whole COVID thing while trying to produce a musical um, that was meant for stage and how he had to change it to um, an audio format. So it was really cool. Other guests include Avery and Ryan Sell, and you can now see Avery in Mrs. Doubtfire, but you could have seen Ryan Sell in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as Charlie. We also have Giuseppe Balzeo, who is currently in Hamilton. Um, he's been in several other Broadway shows as well. I also got the chance to interview Andrea, who is the creator of the Broadway Makers Alliance, as well as uh, Coloring Broadway. And And she was kind of working at a booth and she's been able to do so much um, for the Broadway community and raising money and all in an artistic way that uh, isn't the performing arts way. So it's been more of like painting and coloring as in coloring Broadway and also giving like little startups surrounding the Broadway community a chance to uh, succeed as a small business in creating the Broadway Makers Alliance as it was like a group that formed. And so they have a bunch of, a bunch of little 
startup businesses under all, all one umbrella. So it's really cool. Great work what she's doing there. And it was cool to interview someone who was working a booth to donate uh, a bunch of their products um, and raise money for this special organization, Broadway Cares Equity Fights Age, which is what the Broadway flea market is all about. Um, we were also able to interview Broadway Kids Sky Alyssa Friedman, who was in Annie. We were able to interview Oscar Williams again, who you all heard of before, and he was in Fun Home. And we also got to interview Carly Gendel from School of Rock, um, which is all great stuff. Sky and Carly actually are both um, working on some stuff right now that um, we could see in the future, um, but we can't announce yet. So very exciting stuff. Definitely going to be seeing more of them later. Uh, Definitely going to be seeing more of them in the Broadway world soon enough. So uh, congrats to them. And I was very excited to talk to both of them. So let's get into the news before we hear from all of those incredible guests. All right. We'll start off by saying happy opening to Six on Broadway, which made their opening the same day of the Broadway flea market, which was on Sunday. Also, happy first performances to Chicken and Biscuits. To, to Kill a Mockingbird, which reopened on Broadway. Um, we also have first performances from Thoughts of a Colored Man. We also have reopenings from Diana the Musical, Freestyle of Supreme, with a big opening tomorrow from Carolina Change. So very exciting stuff going on. A lot of a lot of shows are reopening in this month of October. Um, almost 75% of the shows are going to be open from now and like the second week in November. So very exciting stuff. Broadway continues to come back strong, which is great. And speaking of Thoughts of a Colored Man, who I announced had their first performances this past week, will now open October 13th, moving its opening night date two weeks forward from its originally scheduled date of October 31st. So really, they just switched their numbers around from the 13th, from the 31st to the 13th. So very exciting stuff for Thoughts of a Colored Man, um, who is now going to be reopening even earlier than expected. So that's always a good sign. Um, of course, I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot more of this with Broadway continue to uh, come back fairly quickly. Aladdin had a big COVID outbreak this these past couple of weeks actually. They've been dealing it for about they've been dealing with it for about a week and a half now. Um and now they are delaying performances until October 10th. So um this is something to keep an eye out on uh because they were actually going to reopen a couple of days ago, but it turned out that that same day, someone else came down with COVID. So they were unable to reopen. So it's just a, it's probably going to be happening a lot more often than we think uh, now that everything is coming back to normal and fairly quickly. Um, although all the shows are taking the same protocols and testing every day and wearing masks and all of that great stuff that uh, needs to happen for theater to go on safely, stuff like this can very well still happen. So it's just something to keep an eye out on. Now let's get into the fun news. What's going on in the Broadway world, right? So Lana Gordon will be alternating the role of Persephone with Amber Gray in Hadestown. Uh, the producer of Hadestown, 
stated that we are so pleased to be able to support Amber Gray as she balances her needs as a parent of two young children while simultaneously continuing to nourish her artistic self at Hadestown. So it was very cool to see that. I, it seems like that's been a trend recently considering... Um, Jagged Little Pill just announced that they're going to be doing that with Elizabeth Stanley. Um, so it's great. It's kind of like a maternity, like not leave because they neither of them are technically leaving. Um, they're just a, a bit of um, maternity assistance, I guess you could call it. Um, and I and I love to see it. And hopefully this is something that we see more of. And hopefully um, I, I love the fact that shows aren't just shunning them for having a kid and kind of just like, oh, you can't do it. And like, they're just providing them some assistance and willing to uh, help out and be very helpful along the process and being helpful throughout the process of starting a new chapter of their lives. So very exciting stuff. Kudos to Hadestown. Kudos to Jagged Little Pill. Um, And yeah, I'm sure we'll see more of that as well. After success at the Tony Awards, the musical A Christmas Carol will actually be touring, the latest version that is, that was just recently on Broadway, will now go out on tour, and the cast is, like, incredible. It wasn't even this cast on Broadway. Um, Starring in the touring production will be Alex Newell, who everyone's heard of from Glee and Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist and who was in Once on This Island most recently. Um, We also see Kate Burton, Bradley Whitford, Chris Hoke, and many more uh, joining that production, all like Emmy Award nominated um, actors and performers, um, as well as Tony Award nominees and so many more. So it's so cool to see this cast coming together to go out on tour with a show that is A Christmas Carol, uh, which is my first show that ever got me interested in theater. So that show is very dear to my heart. So it's very exciting for me to see that. And hopefully I'm going to go see that show because I saw it on Broadway and it was fantastic, but I'm very eager to see it with this cast. Um, And speaking of star-studded casts, Funny Girl, the revival that uh, everyone's kind of been talking about with uh, Beanie Feldstein, has found its co-stars and what a group it is. Uh, Jane Lynch, Ramin Karamloo, and Jared Grimes are all joining the cast of Funny Girl. Now, They've only announced four performers, but already that is a incredible cast. And I cannot wait to see who else pans out to be in this company uh, of this revival. I'm I'm very intrigued already. I was very already intrigued when they casted Beanie Feldstein. And now I'm even more obsessed now that Jane Lynch and Ramin Karamlu is in it. Um, very exciting stuff. I cannot wait to see Ramin Karamlu on stage again. I think his voice is one of the best on Broadway, um, for sure. And I think Jane Lynch is absolutely hilarious. Um, so I'm very excited to, to, to see all of this um, and see the dynamics of kind of these, uh, these movie, these TV and film stars now um, kind of coming back to Broadway and uh, just seeing how that that dynamic is and I'm very excited to see people from like their tv and films stars that they've become come back to their roots in the theater so very exciting stuff 
Another cool news article that I've seen throughout this week is John Legend became a lead producer in Ain't Too Proud. Now, now it makes sense when I was talking to all of you about uh, the his performance with Ain't Too Proud on the Tony Awards. I was very confused, but I loved it. Um, but I was confused as to why he was performing with them. But it all makes sense. Uh, he's He and his company are now uh, lead producers on Ain't Too Proud. And honestly... I wouldn't be shocked to see him up there on a Broadway stage soon enough. I mean, I don't want to spread rumors or anything, so take it or leave it. But I think it's a step that John Legend could be coming to Broadway starring in The Life of the Temptations, which would be, I think, really, really cool and a really big ticket seller um, for for the company. And uh, I think it would be really neat to see John Legend on Broadway because I loved his performance at the Tonys. Um, and that that cast is already just so amazing. So they all complement each other. And uh, I think it'd be really cool to see to see him up there on a Broadway stage, to be honest. I mean, he's been kind of working his way into the Broadway world, being in the Jesus Christ Superstar Live, and now this, obviously. So maybe we'll see John Legend on Broadway sooner rather than later. Um, but that being said, that wraps up this week's news, and I want to talk to you all about the Broadway flea market. Okay, the Broadway flea market raised $753,321 in support of Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS this past uh, Sunday, just in one day. Uh, I, I wanted to say weekend, but no, it was just in one day. Um, that's incredible. Um, that's kind of like, uh, that is similar to the numbers that they've been able to get in previous years. So it was great to see the way that the Broadway community came back and didn't miss a beat and they came back strong. Uh, last year, they had to go virtually and they raised $315,282, um, which is about half of what they raised this year, which is still an incredible number. And it helped so many people. But this year making double is very even more exciting and it pushes them over the, the edge to help out more and more people struggling with COVID-19, living with HIV and AIDS, or facing other life-threatening illnesses in all 50 states and includes Puerto Rico. So very good stuff for the Broadway broad from the Broadway community for the Broadway community. And uh, I actually have a very, very cool story coming at you to for everyone to get a um, better understanding of what Broadway Cares truly does as Giuseppe Balzeo, who is currently in Hamilton, talks about how Broadway Cares kind of helped him and saved him. So very exciting. Stay tuned for that. Uh, I'm going to continue to talk about the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS because I think that this is a very important organization for everyone to learn about. Even with the fan favorites uh, kind of booths missing, like the autograph table, the photo booth, um, and a bunch of other things. Even though that was online, they were still able to to do all of this. And if you went to the Broadway flea market, you didn't see all of those Broadway stars and actors and performances that you usually see. But everyone's just trying to still be safe. Um, and the fact that they were still able to do that well, there was 144 record-breaking silent auction sales um, with lots of unique memorabilia and uh, live auctions for tickets and other experiences and treasures, which is 
so so cool um it was great stuff all around from the broad from the broadway community and if you missed out on it uh it was at schubert alley on 44th and 45th street and it usually happens every year around september um broadway cares also hosts uh events like the easter bonnet the gypsy of the year um, and then, of course, the Broadway flea market. And soon enough, I'm going to be having an interview with the head of Broadway Cares, Tom Viola, who's kind of started all of this. And he'll talk about uh, kind of how the Broadway flea market came to be and all of these fun events along the ways to help support not only performers, but also just people around the world uh, and it's just a really great organization that you should totally look into and everything that was seen um on sunday was donated and a hundred percent of those proceeds from the things that were donated goes directly to Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. So Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS receives all of that $753,321, which is just an incredible amount. And over the past couple of years, they've actually been able to raise over $16 million for their organization, which has been just incredible. Um, So great stuff from the Broadway community, like I said. And uh, they are also, it's also the organization, you've probably heard of it many, many times, especially if you're an avid theater goer, because they are also the organization that we we actually talk about this as well uh, in these interviews, that uh, the cast has the speech after their shows and how, explain how they're holding red buckets and donate signed posters from the entire company that you can buy with a donation of however much. Um, and all of that stuff raises money for Broadway Cares Equity Fights Aid. It's a really great organization. Um, and it started as Broadway Cares, and then it p- paired up with a... a another organization called Equity Fights AIDS, and it merged into one, and they've been working together for the past several years. So it's just a great organization and definitely worth uh, looking more into and hopefully supporting if you're so able to do so. So check it out, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS, and let's talk about it some more from our guests on Broadway. Take about live at the Broadway Flea Market, Curtain Up. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> oh, my God. Too good. 
Are we on? Hello, hello everyone. Okay, um, my name is Eli Tokash with Take About Podcast on the Broadway Podcast Network, and joining me today, I have the writer of Falling in Love with Mr. Delamort. Very exciting, which is also on the Broadway Podcast Network, by the way, and as well as many other streaming platforms. So. Welcome, Jack. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm Jack Feldstein, and I'm so happy to be here. We are actually at the Broadway Flea today. Yes. And it's amazing. We're recording live outside. Could you imagine? Over the past two years, if you would have told me that we were doing this outside today live, I would have told you you're crazy. But you know what's great about it is the spirit of... Broadway's open. Yes. So we feel open. Absolutely. In a way. Absolutely. That's the beauty. Of I'm that. so excited to be here with you today and talking about Mr. Delamort. Um, talk to me. So I usually like to start my episodes with asking my guests kind of how they started falling in love with theater and what made them want to get into the industry. So what was that for you, for someone who's created work for theater? What a great question. There is nothing better than being in live theater um, and the, the, the frisson, and that's a fancy word I've just used, but it is the excitement of when something is truth and real in mm. front of you that is a rare experience in life. And that excitement that I felt when I first saw it, I went, this is so brilliant that I want, I would just be honored to be able to offer anything to be part of that. Yeah. yeah. So what inspired you to write about Mr. Delamore, Falling in Love with so Mr. Falling, okay, so I've always been obsessed with love. Okay. Uh, okay, the reason I'm, and death. Now the <laughs> reason I'm obsessed with love is because I'm hopeless at it. Yeah. Hopeless. <laughs> there are, everyone else is an expert and I, 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 you know, maybe you can give me hints. All my life I've been completely hopeless at it. So that makes me obsessed about it. Okay. Constantly fascinated about it and always really quite passionate and interested and uh, fixated, one might say, uh, and never getting it right. But, and death is the other thing that's universal. Yeah. So love and death, all human beings experience that. Right. That's what unites us. And uh, so I found I, 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 they're my two things that I'm. I just know that, and I, I feel I want to communicate that to people and to share ideas and have fun with it even. Right. Which I have had. Really. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you listen to it, it's it's great fun for yeah. even as a listener. Um, speaking of great fun, it's got an incredible cast, which makes it even more fun. Uh, yes. Uh, okay, so we have the best people in the universe yes. in it. And um, that working with the best, as I was telling you before, working with the best is so exciting and so, well, you know, it just, it just, what they do when you work with the best, they make your work look good. Yeah. And that is the, the, the biggest dream that any writer could have is to make, to, to make their work better. Uh, mm-hmm. And also they surprise you. Yeah. That's the other beauty about working with great people. Their interpretations are so surprising that they go, wow, was that in it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you found that and right. you really surprised me. And I'm so, I'm so thrilled when someone surprises me with my own work. Oh, That's I love that. That's what I look for. Yeah. Because I, I know how, look, I could, if, if they do it just as I did it, 
as I th think it, that's fine. I mean, right. that's, that's great. But if they give me something I wasn't expecting, oh my God, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, talk to me because Mr. Delamore was a staged production. It was a small stage yes. production, and then you moved it to audio. So, what was the first of all? What was the creative process like in making an audio version of a musical? And then, what changes were made from making it a stage adaptation to then moving it to just audio? Another excellent question. And I will tell you, when uh, the producers pivoted to doing an audio, uh -huh. I thought, okay, this shouldn't be too, you know, and they asked me to adapt it to radio. This shouldn't be too difficult. Sure. I thought. And I also, I will, now, um, I will now explain that I have had a couple of plays that were chosen for the uh, BBC International radio competition. There's a big radio competition every couple of years run by the BBC in Britain. Okay. Worldwide. And if you write for radio, you can send your plays to them. So you can look that up. That's it for any writers out there. Um, and I was, uh, I was commended once and I was a finalist uh, top three another year. So I, I, I felt I could, you know, I had it up my sleeve somehow. <laughs> uh, but for Delamort, what I didn't realize, I thought, oh yeah, this will, I'll, be, I'll do it, no problems, is that so much of theater actually depends on visuals. Even though it's full of words, right. you know, and song and, 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 and lyrics, it actually is a visual medium. Right. And so going through my own script, line by line, I went, oh, I'm gonna have to actually find a way to not make the exposition boring. Sure. Because let's face it, life is boring enough. You don't have to add to the boredom, <laughs> you know? So what I did is that I included then a narrator. Yes, as, okay. As, uh, to help, because I didn't want, you know, the, the, the cast to be saying, oh, she's coming in and she's wearing a... Right. Oh, so cringy. Right. <laughs> it made me cringe. So, but the, the narrator is his own character. And, and it was narrated beautifully by Gavin Lee. Gavin Lee is awesome. Oh my God. Amazing. Oh my I God. loved it. It was perfect. Yeah. Now, is that something that you would consider keeping? Now, yes. Really? Because he worked. Yeah. Do you know, as a character. Right. And he also brought that British, yes. something British to it. I know. Which is so charming. It's perfect. It? Yeah. Okay, so talk to me about the recording process with everyone being in different locations and you're trying to put on a musical. Okay, <laughs> so with this, let me tell you, try and do a recording during a COVID time. I'm, I'm wishing everybody luck with that because it was so many moving parts. In sure. This. Everyone, what, what happened is that the, uh, uh, the best equipment, everyone had to really set up an audio studio in their own home. Right. So uh, James was in a closet. We saw him <laughs> in his closet. Jackie Hoffman was in her kitchen so that sometimes her husband was like washing dishes or oh, something no. in the background. <laughs> we had to sort of say, uh, there are dishes being washed away. Uh, so, but everyone did that. They okay. Their, uh, uh, specific space and all the um, best equipment which was shipped into them. We had an audio engineer who could manipulate all that from, uh, she was in LA, okay. so she did cricket, she was Cricket Myers, she's brilliant, and she was she worked out levels and whatever magic that she does, you know, sure. some sort of like digital magic. And it was, um, and, the, and then it was directed over, the, over Zoom, so we were all on the Zoom thing okay. together, 
and that's how the director Ella did it. Wow. Uh, and it, we went very slowly. I'm so sure. Something that would take like not long at all. Real. I mean, you know, it would take a proper amount of time. It like was a triple, quadruple amount of time, mm-hmm. basically. Well, so. I also want to ask. So you're. So um, I also wanted to ask, your audio version of Falling in Love with Mr. Delamort is three acts. Yes. Um, is that something that you decided to do because of the audio, because it's like three episodes, or is it something that was okay. always a part of it? Interestingly enough, the every play or every musical is three acts. Really? Yeah. It's beginning. Look, this is what, I'm going to give you a little lesson now on writing everybody. Yes. Um, any play or any any musical or anything is and and three acts only means this the beginning the middle and the end yeah and that's what three acts are yeah so in all pieces that's from shakespeare to what's on the road what's down the road there whatever hamilton yeah or mormons <laughs> yeah yeah book of mormon whatever i'm looking at all the wonderful things that are on moulin rouge um <laughs> So, so everything, that's the basic thing, it's three acts. So you can, you can pretty much, and in the olden days, I think that's what they used to do. Mm-hmm. They used to like have three acts, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with t- t- two intermissions in the olden, right. in, the, in ye old days. Uh, but but th- as from a writer's point of view, everything really is three acts. So it's quite easy to separate them into three acts. Amazing. So yeah. is that something we'll see in the staged production or is it like you'll uh, divide it into two? That's a great question that I don't have an answer to because we haven't really thought about that's that. Okay. So that's okay. So, so, um, I loved the three acts. Maybe. Then. I did. The, the third act is just action-packed. It's nonstop. Yes. It yes. leaves you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Yes, yes, yes. Um, because it leads to that. Yeah. Because the show leads to the third right. act. So, so I, I don't know. I may have to have discussions with you about whether to keep it or not, you know, because we're still looking at that when it goes back you know, obviously to production. I love yeah. it. Yeah, well, yeah. how long have you had this show kind of like in your portfolio? Okay, so we've been working on it for about, you know, the truth is it takes a long Even time. though <laughs> you out there must think, oh, this is so easy, it just comes on there. The truth is probably the average show is seven years in development. Wow. The average musical. And this is six years or something, six, six. to seven years in, in development. So what that means is that you have readings and workshops and you keep going and you keep developing and you keep working on it and you keep going on a roller coaster with it and you burst into tears occasionally because right. it's not working and other times you're excited and then but you keep going and you keep going and suddenly seven years has passed and then and and hopefully it's in a in a better uh shape Absolutely. than in day one <laughs> well i think it's in great shape right yeah, now yeah. i mean i could totally see like i was literally listening to it and just the way that it was written the narration of how beautiful and then the actors the, how they were performing it i mean you could literally i was listening to it on the subway as one does and I could totally like envision everything like I could totally envision it on the stage it was just it was like it was ready you know I felt well it's it, it, thank you yeah. thank you very much and we've we've worked very hard actually yeah. on it but I'm that's sure. you know the hard work and the sweat is behind the scenes mm-hmm. you're not you're, you're not meant to see the machinations for the audience for for the public sure. it has to be easy peasy yeah it's just got to be a delight so is the end goal to bring it back to yes. the stage yeah, okay. yeah the end goal is is that is to have now to go to production uh, we're talking the producers are saying 
all sorts of things are being floated around Amazing. in the air at the moment. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah. doing this. If anyone is wondering and hasn't checked it out yet, it's Falling in Love with Mr. Delamort. It's on Broadway Podcast Network as well as all kinds of other Broadway Spotify podcasts. Spotify and Audible yeah. and every other thing probably, you know, sort of, I don't know, YouTube. This thing, I don't know. It won't be on YouTube. Everything. <laughs> no, but it's, it's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere audio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is Jack Feldstein. He wrote it. It's amazing. Go check it out. It also features Courtney Reed, James Monroe, Iglehart, Lena Hall, Telly Leung, Jackie Hoffman, and Gavin Lee. Star-studded cast. Amazing stuff. Thank you for doing this today. Thank you for being surrounded by Broadway with me, and I appreciate it. I'm so excited to have done that. I just want to say one thing. Paul Douse did the music, just so you know, music and co-lyricist, and he was... He's also absolutely brilliant. He's in Australia now. Oh, my so God. So I'll send you his regards. Amazing. Send, you, send him your regards, I mean, back in Australia. Awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much okay. for doing this. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Eli Tokash from Take a Bow on the Broadway Podcast Network, and I'm here with Broadway siblings, Avery Sell and Ryan Sell, and we are here live at the Broadway Flea Market on the deck of Juniors. Oh my goodness. We are live. We are surrounded by Broadway love. Um, And I'm here with Doubtfire stars, and I'm here with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory stars. So uh, I can't wait to talk about all this stuff with you. What is it like to be out here surrounded by Broadway again? It's amazing. I mean, Schubert Alley is magical. I love Schubert Alley. It's so cool to see all these uh, Broadway lovers, and I'm so glad everyone's back. Yeah. Yes. That's the most important thing. Broadway's back. Yeah. That is, definitely. So, I mean, Ryan's an old pro at Broadway. Has he given Avery any advice for, like, what to expect for your Broadway debut? Um, I mean, she's grown up in theater. She's watched me and my sister, so... I mean... I've watched him and my sister, so I feel like... I've grown up watching them. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably more of a pro than I am at this point. <laughs> yeah. You do get to learn a lot by, like, just growing up around it and just Definitely. being able to watch. So that's yes. very exciting. Um, okay. Talk to me. So Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you were the star of the show. You were Charlie. Um, talk to me about that experience. What was that like for you? That was one of the most magical experiences yeah. ever. That was my first Broadway show. Sure. So, I mean, it was amazing. And to work with Christian Borel and John Rubenstein and all those people like that, Yeah. I mean, it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. and. If I could ri- rewind time and go back, I'd do it all over again. Totally, totally. Yeah. I love that. And now, I mean, you guys both have been really lucky to work with some incredible Absolutely. people. I mean, with your Doubtfire cast, it's star-studded with Rob McClure and Jen Gambatiz, Brad yes. Oscar. Uh, very exciting stuff. Um, but now, so you, your brother in Mrs. Doubtfire is Jake Ryan Flynn, who was Charlie in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Ryan. So it's very cool to see how like a full circle moment and yes. how small of a community that this Broadway community really is. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, um, small world. But yeah, so what are you most excited to see for opening for Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh, it's going to be so magical and I'll try to never uh, forget that moment. I'll try to always remember it. Um, it's going to be amazing and I'm so grateful that I get to come back Yeah. Um, and get to be a part of this whole reopening. I'm so excited. Now, I know that you're still in rehearsal but do you have a favorite like number that you do? Hmm. Uh, I would have to say the opening number. Yeah. It's super fun and uh, it, it's moving a lot and such 
there's so many things happening. It's just so fun to watch, and I think it's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I know that you guys are both Broadway stars, but I also know that you guys are big Broadway fans, and yes. I know yes. I saw you guys at the Lights of Broadway show cards booth. I maybe yes. it went through every bin, every divider, every divider. and every person. Yeah, yeah. you went sure. through everyone? Yes. So did you buy anything? Did you get all of the cards you I, needed? I did. I have them in my pocket right here. Amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. I got some of... Uh, the people in our cast of Mrs. Doubtfire oh. got Brad Oscar and Cameron Adams. Nice. So, I, cool. I may have bought four Charlie cards. Oh my God, <laughs> that's amazing. As I gotta have extra. Yeah, in case I don't want to run you out. Can't have yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. Do you uh, do you guys have like a favorite like card or like a favorite Broadway celebrity that you just want to work with? Uh, I I really want to work with Ben Platt. Oh, okay. Yeah, be fun. Fair enough. I think I'm gonna say. I want to work with Carrie Butler. I just oh. got her card, and I really want to meet her. Yeah, we got to get those cards signed. We got to work with them. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's good stuff to look forward to. Uh, what else are you mo most excited about seeing in this Broadway flea market? Um, obviously, seeing all the people who love Broadway is fun. Yeah. All the Broadway lovers, and yeah. to see all the merchandise. I. I think there was a Beetlejuice booth back there. Which was yeah. Really cool. Lion King booth. There's yeah. lots of Frozen playbills, different stuff. playbills. Okay, what's your guys? What show are you guys most excited to see? Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, right. <laughs> I gotta see Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. Have you guys seen any shows yet? I saw the first previews because she's in it. So. Well, no, no, no. Like since Broadway's reopened. Oh we no, haven't I haven't. Yet, no. Which is a shock. Did we you want to answer your question about what show you're most excited to see? Hmm. I have to think. That's kind of a hard question for I'm me. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I don't mean to put you on the spot like that. Hmm. There's lots of good shows. Maybe Tina. Tina. That's fun. Ooh, Six. I want to go see oh. Six again. Yes. Yeah, definitely. You already did. saw it again? Yes, I saw oh it God. once. Um, but I definitely want to go see it again. I love their music and the songs. Oh, it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's actually their opening tomorrow. I think it's tonight, actually. Oh, tonight. There's tonight. tonight. Happy Ooh. opening to six. Happy yeah. opening to six. Come yeah. on. Way to celebrate it at the, yes. the day of the Broadway flea market. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, well, what else? What else are you guys excited about? I mean, is there? I know Katie said that you guys wanted to ask, like, questions possibly to me. I don't know. I mean, you know how it is when you... Yeah. For boys, once the voice changed, the whole theater scene... Oh, yeah. I mean, it changes a lot, so you have to wait longer when you get older. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, how old are you? I'm 17. Okay. So, you know. So, I... I learned because now i'm 18 yeah. that like 16 and 17 was like really awkward at, for, mean, like to be in this industry it's hard because you're still going through that phase where you're like not really yeah. old enough to play like a teenager or and, and you're, you're still learning your voice like yeah, you totally. know like your voice completely changes and you're mm -hmm. like what do i have now it's yeah like you're bizarre. like i sound like a 50 year old man trapped in this teen's body <laughs> no, I've, literally. I've absolutely loved listening to his voice change and, you like, did it's so pretty. I love listening to his oh. voice. I'm glad you loved it because it was kind of rough for me, but okay. Yeah. yeah, I know. I get it. Totally. I know. But once you turn 18, there's just like so many opportunities like open back up. But that also could be with like the pandemic opening back yeah. up in the way that it just Well, and out. you know, you start of going to the television and films. Right. When, so is that know, what you're kind of doing Yeah, that's now? more what I'm focused on now. Amazing. I'm actually going to be shooting a movie in a couple weeks here. So Plug I'm really it. excited. Oh, can you announce it or not yet? Um, yeah, it's fine. It's called Armageddon Time. Armageddon. Yes, totally. It's cool. Awesome cast. I'm so really do you want to do, like, do you want to come back to the stage? Or oh, do totally. You, okay. I mean, Broadway, I, I love Broadway first, but I, I like the, the television and film Sorry. stuff. It's really cool. It's a different, like, atmosphere, but sure. I would totally, honestly, 
put me in a Broadway show today, I'll be happy. Yeah, right. Um, I wish it was that easy. Um, <laughs> yes. what, what kind of got you guys, like, what was that first moment that kind of got you into theater and Broadway? Um, like I said, I kind of just watched my brother and sister. I've kind of grown up in the theater watching them. I think it, I, it really, I think I just got kind of pushed in a, a weird way, just got into it. Yeah. I, I Our parents were in... Cats on Broadway, oh. and like we were, we were raised in a studio because they own a dance studio, so it's kind of all we know. Oh, nice. I mean, yeah. So. And you, they like you've grown up here, basically. Yeah. Oh, well, so you've been we're from Florida. It. Oh, okay. But we moved here when I got Charlie, and then came back from Mrs. Doubtfire. Amazing. And I love that you guys are both supporting or sporting both of your shows merch. Yeah, we have, to, we have to rep the show. Yeah, I yeah. love it. It's perfect. And you got the matching bows and everything. Yeah, it's a great fit. That's my kind of signature look. She has a pattern on ponytails. Look. I love it. It's perfect. It works. Well, thank you guys for doing this. It was yes, a pleasure totally. talking thank to both you. of you. Yeah, I can't wait. Go see Mrs. Doubtfire when yes, it opens. Yes, go see Mrs. Doubtfire. Good stuff. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining us. Enjoy all of the, the booths and all the fun Broadway stuff that's going on today. Yes, totally. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you. Thanks course. for having us. Thank you Thank so you. much. Peace. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello. Check, check. One, two, check. One, there two. There we go. Let's go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> hello, everyone. Uh, we are live at the Broadway Flea Market with Bro- Take a Bow on the Broadway Podcast Network and on What's Up Broadway. Uh, I have Giuseppe here. Who's, Yo, what's up, everybody? Who's currently in Hamilton. I am, yeah. Oh, man. my goodness. How is that going? You have to run to a call time. So yeah, we're gonna no make worries. This quick. It's, going, it's going fantastic. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I missed uh, uh, opening because I had oh. COVID. Oh my um, gosh. But I'm all good now. So, you know, I can walk around here. I'm chilling. Amazing. <laughs> and you're like triple vaccinated right I'm now. I'm like, yeah, you triple, to... you know, I'm Superman. I feel like it, you know. Right. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> well, good stuff. Yeah, well, man. okay. So, how has that been with navigating COVID and everything? Yo, it's with been reopening? good, man. We, we've been having to wear uh, masks, of course, okay. backstage. Everybody's fully vaccinated. Um, most importantly, it's just been so nice to like be back at work. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a small price to pay, like having to wear masks and all that. Um, for for just being able to be back at work and like seeing the audience and like seeing everybody smile with their eyes, you know. <laughs> sure, totally. Yeah, man. It's well, beautiful. are you most excited to like go see a show or something like this season or like? Dude, or yeah, I'm. I'm what are you most excited about? I'm actually just excited to be back in the theater. Okay. Because it's such like it's such a safe space. You yeah. Know? It's such a, like a I want to call it like a religious space. Okay. Like you just get to go in there, feel what you gotta feel, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and like see what you gotta see and like. Um, yeah, man, it's just beautiful to be, like, back in the theater. I'm actually going to go see Dana H. tonight. Oh, my God. And I had no idea what it was about. And then, like, I invited a friend of mine, and he was like, oh, what is it about? And so I looked it up, and I was like, damn, i got to bring my tears. Literally. Oh, it's God so help good. me. Oh, my God. So, actually, the 
girl who like helps with uh, runs the Broadway podcast network yeah. is actually producing that show. Oh so shoot, that's she, amazing. Dory is around somewhere. Dory okay. Barenstein. But yeah. Oh my god, we'll yeah, to, Dory. I know yeah. Dory. That's so we'll have dope. to let her know that you're going tonight. Absolutely. Good yeah, stuff. Please. Well, enjoy. Go to your Dude, call thank time. You so much, I appreciate, appreciate you taking it. your time in the middle of Times Square, in the middle of the Broadway Absolutely, flea market. Man. What by the way, what does Broadway Cares mean to you and what does it mean that everyone's out Dude, here supporting? Broadway you? Cares to me means like family, bro. Yeah. Because I've I've been I've been in this family since I was 11 mm-hmm. you know what I mean so like I, I like half the time I walk around here and like I look forward to Broadway flea market specifically every year yeah because I walk around here and I just see like family everywhere I just see people that I've worked with that I've like gotten to know so well over the past couple years amazing um, and it, it's just family man Broadway cares is family and and they like they really take care of their people yeah and not just sure. of their people obviously of everybody um, but I, I remember because I got back surgery oh, uh, when wow. I was 18. I had a tumor in my spine. It got removed. Everything's fine. I'm chilling now. But um, Broadway Cares really came through, um, and they 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 saved my behind. Amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. When when I was going through difficult times as well. So. Wow. Well, thank you for thank sharing you that with Cares. us. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Thanks, y'all. They they really do great work. Amazing. Right. Well, thank Thanks, you. you guys. Thanks everyone for supporting y'all. Broadway Cares today. Absolutely. Peace and love, y'all. <laughs> See ya. Um, we are here with Sky Alyssa Friedman, who starred in Annie on Broadway, and she's now at Pace University in the BFA of Acting program. Uh, welcome, Sky. Thanks. How Mark. is it at the Broadway Flea Market? What is it like to finally be, be back with the Broadway community and supporting a wonderful cause? It's it's amazing. It's amazing to see the community come back together and be supporting this cause. It's it's amazing energy here. Yeah. Um, just having theater and our people back together after such a long intermission it's it's bringing me a lot of joy to see everyone here and 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 doing wonderful work absolutely so like i said you were in annie on broadway it was Um, it was a swing talk to me about that what was it like to be in annie on broadway and what was it like to be a swing and cover multiple tracks yeah so i was in annie when i was 11 and 12 and i covered five roles i covered annie duffy july pepper and tessie amazing so do you have a favorite I would, I would, I'm a little partial to Duffy because okay. I went on for her a lot and she had a fun green hat and, Amazing. and that was wonderful. Um, it's, it was, it was incredible. You know, I mean, I look back on that experience now. I was so young. It, it feels like surreal almost. It was a dream. Um, the cast was incredible. Faith Prince was our Hannigan. I oh became really close to her. She's a wonderful human being. Um, and I think being a swing taught me, taught me so much. Um, I had a wonderful dance captain, David Rossetti, and he taught me how to like color code. So each character that I did had a different um, color. Sure. So like Annie was red and Duffy was green. Um, had all these different notebooks, and I think being a swing is a really interesting opportunity because you have to be able to step into any role at any time. Yeah. Um, and and they each have to be distinct characters still. So right. um, knowing each role in and out and still making them their own people was was a really interesting challenge. Sure. Yeah. Well, you were in Annie, like you said, at twelve. Yeah. So you're. 11, 12. I mean, that's pretty young to be making your Broadway debut and yeah. starring on a Broadway stage and learning five tracks and moving from Florida to New York. So like, what was all of this transitioning like, and how did you kind of like? How, what was like the best way that you found to kind of navigate all of it? Yeah, it was a really, it was a really quick transition. I think I had a, only a few weeks before we had to move up to New York. So I remember my mom was like furiously trying to find an apartment. Like she didn't yeah. leave her computer, uh, wouldn't even eat. Like, yeah. 
you know, it's it's stressful. Um, it's it's a very exciting time, but it's also stressful. Right. Um, my dad stayed home in Florida, which is which is where I'm originally from. Sure. Um, and we drove up to New York, the the oh 22 God. hour drive. Um, I ended up living above the Glasshouse Tavern, which is sure. right in Midtown, in in the heart of everything Broadway. Right so next to just, the Broadway flea market. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So you're, I was immersed in Times Square all the time, right. um, which was which was inc- amazing, you know. Yes. It's, it's overwhelming in a way, but in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the transition was made easier by the cast. And, and we had, I had a wonderful cast of girls with me too, so we became close friends. So it felt like I had a support system there, and I was so busy that, that the transition felt pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we're show buddies, right? So we go see a bunch of shows together. We, we do. just recently saw Is This a Room? So good. And with who's d- produced by Dory Berenstein. Right. Um, so w- what? I mean, first of all, that show was just amazing, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how excited we are to go see other shows. What yeah. show are you most excited to see? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I've been dying to see To Kill a Mockingbird, and now that Jeff Daniels is back, and um, you haven't seen it yet. I have not seen oh, it. Oh wow. Okay. Um, so that is definitely definitely one I'm definitely. I'm waiting for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like the top on your list. Definitely one of them. Okay. And what your your top is is waitress, right? Waitress with Sarah Bareilles. Right. So we have to see that within we the do. next like week or two. Yeah, we'll make that happen. Yeah, yeah, and then but like I want to see everything. Me I want to see Mrs. Doubtfire. Me too. Dying to we, see that one. We were with here with the kids earlier. Oh yeah, and um, Annalise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, good stuff. Um, what um, what I I had something else. Um, shoot, it's okay. We'll come back to it. All right. Anyways. Um, the Broadway flea market. What is Broadway care? What, first of all, did you get anything today? What was most exciting here that you've seen today? Or what did you buy that like you're just excited about? You know, Nothing? Eli, I didn't buy anything today oh yet. My gosh. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go walk around after go this. Support and Broadway I cares. will I will support Broadway Cares. <laughs> what does Broadway Cares mean to you? I think it means it, it means community, it means coming together to help to help those who are, are part of us um, support. Uh, I have such wonderful memories of supporting Broadway Cares Equity Fights Aid with mm-hmm. my cast. We would do speeches after the shows and come out with our red buckets. Right. And to see after a show like Annie where everybody in the audience has just watched a show about like generosity and, and, and new lives and happiness, it's so wonderful because everybody's in such a great, generous, giving mood that everybody in the audience would fill up these red buckets and I would stand there with my red bucket. Right. And it's so heartwarming to see everybody come together and support Broadway Cares Equity Fights Aids. You're absolutely right. And especially like being a kid in the industry, like yeah. Broadway Cares was so open to us as it well. Was. Like, it was. Like they were willing for us to like help out with Broadway Cares and holding those buckets yeah. to really make us feel like we were part it of the community. It felt like I was such a you know, yeah, like huge it totally part of it. makes sense. Yeah, so, it really yeah, it was so it was so amazing that they did include us so much. like I have such great memories of like holding those red buckets right. and like doing our speeches on stage. Totally. And, yeah, totally. it it really is about community yeah. and, and helping helping yeah. everyone. Broadway Cares is like the rock of the Broadway community Agreed. in Agreed. a lot of ways. Broadway Cares and the Actors Fund. So, yep. um, but yeah, so we can like see you soon. There's something in the works going on with you. There is something um, in the on works. On top of all of this college stuff, like it's like you're you're busy once again. It's like you're in your Annie moment. So congratulations Thank on all you. of that. Very exciting. Thank and you. how can we follow you to keep up on all this? Um, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is at Skylissa Friedman. It's just my name. Super easy. Yeah. Um, I also have a Twitter. It's Skylissa F. Amazing. Um, but yeah, something's in the works. I'm really excited to, to be back in a room again soon and working and 
have a cast and yeah do you know how it's gonna work with COVID and everything yet or not yet um I think that it's a lot of rapid tests. Okay. Um, when I went to meet with some people, I had to, to take my rapid test yeah. and wait 15 your minutes mask and wear and my mask. Take it off when needed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we definitely are impacted by COVID, but it's also wonderful that we found a way to bring theater back and, and keep this community alive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks it's so good much, to see Eli. you. Enjoy the flea market. Go support Broadway Cares Equity Fight Dates. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Eli. Hello! We are live at the Broadway Flea Market right now in front of Juniors, literally at Juniors. Um, and I'm here with Andrea. Andrea? Andrea. 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 Oh my god, none of the above. Um, amazing. And uh, she is the founder of the Broadway Makers Alliance. And uh, talk to me a little bit about the Broadway Makers Alliance. So about five years ago at BroadwayCon, a bunch of vendors found themselves talking with each other and realized we were all doing very similar things and reinventing the wheel of figuring out how to do a small business all by ourselves. And we were like, this is silly. Why don't we work together? And we created something called the Broadway Makers Alliance. Wow. And so it's a small, young, scrappy, and hungry collection of makers, but we have 65 members now. And they range anywhere from podcasters to journalists to people who have product-based business. So Scenery Bags is a part of the, um, the Alliance, so is Coloring Broadway. And we have a whole bunch of different vendors across that run the gamut. Okay, you mentioned Coloring Broadway. I see you're supporting that that shirt that you I, have on I there. I am supporting that, and I am also the founder of Coloring you're Broadway. Also, you're just doing everything. You founded everything. I need a few more projects on my plate, so I figured let's do all the Broadway things. Amazing. Talk to me about Coloring Broadway. So Coloring Broadway, for me, I do leadership training in my day job okay. because I can't have enough jobs. Um, and I love the blending of mindfulness and musical theater, taking those lyrics that we love and spending a little bit more time with them, thinking about how they resonate with us and why they resonate with us, and being able to, you know, just enjoy them and add a little creativity. So we started with a few collections of just, hey, let's throw some lyrics into coloring sheets, and now we have over 45 different collections. Wow. (laughs) It's it's a lot now, and stickers and all sorts of random things. And this is all under the umbrella of the Broadway Makers Alliance. So Coloring Broadway is a member of the Broadway Makers Alliance, and it was myself and Jen from Scenery Bags and Kirsten Wrinkle, who runs in Trans Theater Talk, that are the leadership team behind Broadway Makers Alliance. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of Broadway fans, basically. It really is. It's, it's people who took their passion for Broadway and turned it into some sort of business. Yeah. Like Beltline for Broadway, who is over there doing some filming right now. Amazing. Hello. Hi. Lauren, she is a phenomenal theater enthusiast and a reporter and does amazing interviews. And so she's part of the Broadway Makers Alliance as well. So wow. it's both product makers and other people who There's take a little it. bit of everything yeah. going on. It's I love great. that. Well, congrats. That's huge. Um, awesome. Tell me, a lot of that, just making... You're turning your love to Broadway and making it kind of a business and kind of making some fun out of it reminds me a lot of the Broadway Flea Market. So how excited are you to be here at the Broadway Flea Market? This is our fourth year. So we actually launched Broadway Makers Alliance at Broadway Flea four years ago. So this is our fourth birthday. Okay, happy birthday. And it's been so great to watch it go from, I think we raised maybe like $1,500 or $2,000 the first year. The next year it was like incrementally increased. And I think at one year we topped out at like 5K. So like we're just happy that these little businesses that could that are doing their thing are able to also give back and contribute. Sure. So 
Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, congrats. Awesome. And what, it, what does Broadway Cares mean to you? Broadway Cares means we get to have Broadway back. Yeah. Right? Like, the fact that Broadway Cares supports our artists, supports our entire theater industry, and allows us to help do what we do. And as theater fans who turned their love for Broadway into a business, it wouldn't be here without Broadway Cares. Absolutely. So we wouldn't get to do what we get to do without them. Well, thank so. you for being here today supporting Broadway Cares and kind of giving your time to Broadway Cares. We love it. Yes. I mean, we actually, our vendors have come from, we had some from overseas, so we had someone in London who sends some stuff, wow. some Canadian, I'm from Seattle, like we all flew in from different places just to be here today. And oh my goodness, it's so good to see people in person. I know. And some we've we've gotten to meet each other for the first time in person. So wow. this is like these events are so golden for us. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. that's awesome. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having doing us what you're here. Doing. Everyone, check out the Broadway Makers Alliance. Where can we find that? So it's BroadwayMakersAlliance.com. We okay. have a whole website where you can see all of the different makers. We have a few things left at the table. Amazing. <laughs> so come on by. I think there are a few things left. Um, and then all of our different makers, you can click through from our from the Alliance to uh, to their sites. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Awesome. I appreciate thank you very it. Thank much. you for your time. It was lovely meeting you. Nice to meet you, too. Thanks. Hello, everyone. We are live at the Broadway Flea Market with... Hello. Yes, hello. Um, we are at Junior's right now. And yeah. we are with the School of Rock star, Carly Gendel. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? It's going pretty well. Is this, this obviously isn't your first flea market, is it? No. I think the first time I was at was when I was nine okay. and I had no clue what it was okay. but I was in the city for I think some kind of Matilda audition oh my gosh. and I was like just randomly walking and right by the Matilda theater I was walking and I saw like all of this stuff and I bought so much <laughs> Matilda merch. Yes. I don't amazing. think I've ever seen more Matilda merch in my entire life. <laughs> Carly was in heaven. Carly was in heaven. So you've been to the flea market as both a fan and a worker with School of Rock and yeah. hoping and helping support the Broadway Cares Equity Flights AIDS. Right. Um, so talk to me about Broadway Cares Equity Flights AIDS. What does that mean to you? How like meaningful is it? Like just tell me about it. I feel like Broadway Cares just does so much work and helps so many people out. I've always loved um, Broadway Flea, but of course also, oh my gosh, the Easter... Easter um, Bonnet. Easter Bonnet, yes. I love seeing that every year. Yeah. They just do so much great work, and it's so great to see what they do for this community, and I just love it. Yeah, it helps out so many artists and so many people in our industry, and those struggling with HIV and AIDS and so many more things, like, it, it's just incredible. They help so many people uh, just be, be able to, to do what they love and be healthy and everything. So um, talk to me about School of Rock. Oh, my gosh. You were a, like, singer on the stage, and you were, like, a star <laughs> singer, um, and you had your, like, moments on the stage that they were giving you. You were just, like, rocking out. Talk to me about it. What was that like for you? Um... I, I don't even know how to like describe the entire experience in words because it was just like a world when I totally did not understand. I was 10. Uh -huh. I was not from New York City. I was from Massachusetts. Uh -huh. And my dad drove me to the city in the middle of a snowstorm and I had a cheeseburger outside of the Winter Garden Theater and auditioned in front of the entire creative team and booked it out of nowhere. And... 
I was not a rocker chick at all. <laughs> I was a musical theater chick 100% through and through. I thought Led Zeppelin was a person, not a band. Right. Um, so there was a lot to learn, but um, I definitely had a lot of fun. And I think it's something that I definitely took for granted a little bit at the mm -hmm. time, but now that I'm older, almost 17, my birthday's in two days, um, yes. now that I see like how much this community means to me and how much Broadway means to me, especially since after the lockdown, I really appreciate that experience a whole lot more. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> I appreciate that. The rocker chick moment was too good. Um, well, well, what are you most excited about the Broadway flea market this year? Oh my gosh. There's a lot of oh my goshes here. I'm not great with this microphone. Um, I'm excited to just see this community finally get back together. It's been a long 18 months, mm -hmm. but we're here, we're ready to party. <laughs> and it's just, it's nice to see that like this community is still alive and it's thriving even after all of this time. It's probably the most resilient art form out there For no sure. hate to other art forms but it's just like look what we can do even after all this time absolutely yeah well that's so exciting enjoy the flea market enjoy supporting broadway cares equity fights aids you too eli thank you yes. and thank you for stopping by the broadway podcast <laughs> network booth <laughs> thank you bye take a bow jack feldstein avery and ryan sell Giuseppe Balzeo, Andrea, Sky Alyssa Friedman, and Carly Gendel. I cannot thank every one of them for stopping by the Broadway Podcast Network booth and their willingness to do uh, some interviews with me, uh, as well as just talk about Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, and uh, their current shows that they're in or previous experiences in the past. Um, it was just a, a great day catching up with friends and seeing so many lovely people. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS content coming out on the Broadway Podcast Network app. In fact, this is just a snippet of the concert that we as a collected unit, the Broadway Podcast Network, and myself included, um, grabbed at the flea market. So much more is much, much, much more is uh, yet to come and will be featured on BPN's newest podcast called What's Up Broadway, which is essentially BPN's new pop culture Broadway podcast. So very exciting stuff uh, going on at the Broadway Podcast Network. And they now have like a, a Broadway pop culture podcast called What's Up Broadway hosted by Ayana and Christian, who are just a bundle of joy and uh, are the perfect people to be hosting such podcasts. And uh, a lot of that content will be uh, featured around there. I, it was fun. Like I, this content didn't even, this episode didn't even feature like the hour and a half that I was just roaming around the Broadway flea market, uh, talking to random people and stars that I saw at booths and just reg regular workers at the booth and producers at the booths um, and so many more uh, fans who were buying stuff and donating to Broadway Cares at these booths. Um, so everyone had so many cool things to say and I can't wait for you to listen to those interviews as well because there is some great, great content in there and that's all going to be on What's Up Broadway soon enough. I will keep you all posted. If you're following Take a Bow on Instagram or even me, Tokash underscore Eli, um, I will be keeping everyone updated on all of that stuff because I really enjoyed it and uh, we'll be hearing more episodes, uh, interviews that Alan Seals had and that Jory Berenstein had and uh, kind of just a bunch of 
all the teams at Broadway Podcast Network. Um, so very cool stuff. Huge thanks to everyone who came out to support Broadway and the Broadway Podcast Network, but especially the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS organization. And uh, thanks for stopping by our booth to come take pictures, get free swag, uh, ask questions for future episodes, which was really fun. If you didn't make it to the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS flea market this year, hopefully you'll be able to make it in years to come or even next year. Um, it was It's just a great time. And it's truly like last week I said that the Tony Awards are Broadway's biggest day. But the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS uh, flea market is really the best day for the Broadway community as a whole from both the performers and the audience members uh, just to see all everyone come together to support this wonderful organization is just really, really cool and kind of perfectly uh, describes and is a perfect example uh, and representation of the Broadway community. So uh, thanks for everyone who came out this year. I know it was tricky to wear masks the whole time outside and and kind of uh, navigate it all with COVID still looming and whatnot, but you all showed up and you all like supported like crazy. The booths were literally like sold out by like one or two o'clock. So uh, everyone who came out really came out from the start, came out firing at 10 o'clock and it was just a, an incredible day. So I, I can't wait to uh, to do it all again next year. And with that being said, uh, that wraps up this week's episode. I know um, these past two weeks, it was just me last week, and this week was kind of a, uh, a different type of episode as well, but next week we will be coming at you with the standardized uh, formats that Take About usually has with one guest and uh, one interview to follow along and go for a, a great journey with uh with the guest and I and uh, the new segments and uh, all of the other segments will be back. And uh, so I'm looking forward to kind of getting back to normal, but I just had to share this episode because I thought it was some great content and I thought we were able to talk about Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. And the more that I'm able to talk about it, the more people that uh, kind of learn about it. So I definitely wanted to emphasize it. So thank you to everyone who listened this week and come back next week for a regular episode of Take a Bow. Bye everyone. Have a great week. For this episode's curtain call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Brittany Bigelow, Katie Rosen, Alan Seals, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow is Tessie Tokash, who edits the audio and all the visuals for this podcast. A special thanks to patrons Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners at PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com slash TAB. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe on the platform that you're currently listening to this on. Also, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at TakeAboutPodcast. TakeAbout's logo is designed by Giselle Bustos, and the music is by Nikki Torsha and Cormac Collinon. Bye, everyone. Hope to see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.